five, four, three, two, one. Lift off. Today is Thursday, June the 9th, and this is the Flyover Conservative Show. Is the GOP worse than the DNC with election integrity? Our own election insider, Matt Meck, gives us the inside scoop. Is he a saint or is he a Viking? Tonight, we're joined by Safari Mission's Vidar Lagarde. How well do you know your rights and the document that protects them? Constitutional attorney Chris Ann Hall joins us to share some foundational insights. Hold on tight, because we're going to discuss monkeypox, the WEF, Tedros, and the CDC Green Zones in true Clay Clark fashion. All of this and more on the Flyover Conservative Show! Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacey Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. Yay! Welcome! We are so glad that you're with us tonight. If you're new to Flyover Conservatives, our slogan is wake up, speak up, and show up. We all wanted President Trump to do 80 million things to save our country. You know you did. (laughs) I did. How about you? Be honest. Yep. We did. But what we found over this last year and a half, what we really need is 80 million of us doing one thing every single day to save our own country. And, And here's what we're learning. Here's why every one of us needs to do something because your local action has a national impact. Uh, if you ever listened to General Michael Flynn, he stole yep. that quote from me. <laughs> uh, local action has a national impact. And you know, also has an impact is elections, whether yes. stolen or otherwise, they have an impact. I want to show you a couple of numbers. Here's what's mm-hmm. actually happening. Uh, I love this, this, this grid here. Um, I'll put it on the telegram if you guys want to pull it off yourself, but average gas price in June of 2020 was 217. And then it shows under the Biden Harris, uh, I guess you call it leadership, even if it's not leadership. Yeah. Um, uh, was three fifteen now four eighty two, and and here's what I make sure you you don't don't let them lull you to sleep and saying well it's just because of mm-hmm. Ukraine that's just because of these other things. The day that bumbling fool stepped into office, he started issuing executive orders and telling you and telling you hey there's gonna be there's gonna be some changes here. He shut down the pipeline. We went yep. from being an oil exporter to an oil importer. Um, we're we're buying it at. at, at higher than retail prices from from Saudi countries from Venezuela from from dictators mm-hmm. so so this was by choice to yep. force you to walk ride a bike or buy an electric car mm-hmm. period that is a is a climate activist uh policy not oh this is just happening in the world and the markets are adjusting it's a policy yep. with it was intended to do what it's doing. Make sure you keep a hold of that. Inflation rate, 0. 0.6. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it's 8.3. Um, they, they've changed the goods. They actually call the, the, they're inside the shopping cart. It's actually more than that now. COVID cases, 22,000. Now the running seven-day average is 106,757. Um, that, that's a crazy thing. And, mm-hmm. and the weird thing is nobody's even talking about it. They moved on because they realized you just kind of get COVID and you cough a couple days and you move forward it's treatable outside the hospitals which is amazing uh year-to-date illegal border encounters 363,000 of june of 2020 now it's 1.5 million mm-hmm. unbelievable uh, just crazy i mean the, mm-hmm. all each of those people are going to get a job they're going to come in and work consumer debt increase went from negative 0.3 to 14 mm-hmm. percent um that's consumer debt. That means the average American's debt is gone through the roof. That is exactly right. And also, what is going on in red states versus blue states? So the top 10 states that have lost what we call adjusted gross income, AGI, um, New York, negative 19 
billion. California is 17 billion. Illinois, 8.5 billion. So the top 10 states that the adjusted gross income for that state has gone the wrong direction are all blue Mm -hmm. states. They're all led by Democrats. It's Democratic policies that Mm -hmm. led to every single thing we've talked about since this episode began. Are they paying attention? Are they noticing? We all know that in San Francisco, they they booted three board members from the school uh, board that were were heavily leftist, bringing bringing pornographic material into their kids' uh, curriculum. Are they fighting back? Well, we saw last night, New York Post, here's an article. We'll put the link down below. San Francisco voters oust DA Chesa Bowden over soft on crime policies. They're tired of drug needles and poop on their streets in mm-hmm. front of their doorsteps. They can't open their businesses. Way not, to step up. Safe, Way to stand up. Not safe to be there. The blue state people are are fed up. They're making they're making mm-hmm. a, a a line in the sand, and we're going to mm-hmm. continue to see more of this between now and November twenty two. Things are happening. They're moving in the right direction. It's more miserable in some states than others, and they're starting to notice. And the blue states are fighting back. The that, Democrats are saying, "Hey, these are not democratic policies. These are crazy policies with an intent to destroy our country." Is the GOP as bad as the DNC when it comes to elections? Let's find out. Today on the Flyover Conservative Podcast, we are shining a bright light as we do each and every week on election integrity. And I tell you what, the stakes are getting higher every week. Mm-hmm. The resistance is getting stronger and nastier. But you know what? We got truth on our side, and we got a really, really focused and fired up Marine, Matt Mech. Yay! Welcome, Matt! Woo! How you doing? Oh. Great. Oh, we are so glad that you're on the show today because there is so much going on. You have election integrity events going on everywhere. This momentum is just going through the roof. I'm, I'm trying to keep up. I put everything that I can on our Telegram channel of things happening. There's stuff going on in Georgia. There's a uh, a, a New Mexico candidate that's getting getting blasted. Arizona, Fincham's doing mm-hmm. great stuff. You got events coming up in, in Ohio, Ohio Kansas. and in Kansas. Hawaii. Hawaii, as they say out here. Uh, so, so catch us up real quick. Uh, ACCFEI.org is where you could go to find out about Matt's work and the, the really the, the the team that's around him. Um, many, you know, from uh, I'm not going to get into the whole cast of characters, but people that have been on this since before November the third last mm-hmm. year. Um, some of the smartest people on the planet. And uh, what you're doing now is really bringing attention to this and educating constituents, educating elected officials, doing these election integrity events that people can attend and and actually get the inside scoop on what's going on. Yeah, they uh, they certainly can. And what's encouraging is that you'll see the candidates are getting outreach from Democrats, from Green Party people, from independents, from libertarians, because they though they might disagree with their governmental philosophy or political philosophy. They say, you're, you're focused on election integrity. At least I know if you were in office, you'll make sure my vote counts the mm-hmm. way I cast yeah. it. Yep. I, might, I might not agree with you politically, but I, I trust your commitment to election integrity. So with that, we have um, two upcoming very quickly, you know, this weekend, as a matter of fact, right? It is uh, on the 18th of June. It's in uh, Avon, Ohio. And that's going to be good. I think you're going to mm-hmm. see Steve Hertzberg briefing there, Mark Cook, uh, Colonel Fred Stein talking about uh, networked operations, uh, and Bill Lynn talking about uh, cultural Marxism, fourth generation warfare vis-a-vis what's happening in our election system. So I think it's going to be very great. Um, two events, and Laura Logan is going to moderate both of them. Oh, they're going to be great. Please, uh, 
for your audience, uh, Patrick Byrne will be at the one in uh, in uh, Kansas. Um, uh, Joe Flynn as well will mm-hmm. be there. And for your audience, uh, I tell you, anybody who listens <laughs> to your to your show, who are, it was you know in that part of Kansas yeah. or that part of Ohio, please go out, please come. Ask Democrats come. I don't care. It's an education mm-hmm. process yep. because the goal, the goal, regardless, is to help the public regain agency of their yeah. elections versus the establishment of both parties that continually want to contract it out to vendors. That's got to stop. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah. that's it, so it, true. You got you to go for two reasons. One, go to learn. You know, when you got mm-hmm. a cast of characters like Laura Logan, Patrick Byrne, Joe Flynn, Tina Peters, Mark Fincham, you know, that are be speaking, and a lot of other on the, the panels. Um that's good. That's a rowdy crowd of great thinkers yes. and, uh, you know, independent, fiery spirits like we saw, you know, the founded our country. It's it's those kind of characters mm-hmm. that that did it. But you need to go to look around to see who's not there, um, because this has been an open invitation for all elected officials, everybody from, mm-hmm. um, um, you know, mayors and, and uh, poll watchers to uh, city council members, senators, congressmen, state reps. Go and look and see who's not there, who does not care about the cutting edge information that's being presented, that's not there to take it yep. in and learn. That's just as interesting as well. Um, um, and I think I think the Matt Mech's gonna be there as well. Whoop whoop. Yes, Ohio, so Ohio and Kansas. Ohio and, uh, and Kansas. Uh, and then potentially uh, you know, the next one out of the shoot will be twenty five June in Englewood. Colorado, that'll be up on the, if it's not on the, on the site, it'll be up soon. Uh, you know, Tina Peters will be at that one and, and, and other figures up in Colorado. And, you know, to your point, yeah, watch who does, come and see who doesn't want to show up there mm-hmm. and engage in a conversation. Because as you know, the New York Times put out a, my, my, my words, not the candidates, because I know they responded to, um, to uh, Alexander Burton, the reporter mm-hmm. from the New York Times that, um, they are inviting inviting the New York Times to a series of roundtables, and let's you can let's New York Times have your media. We'll use we'll have our media, so we both have each other. because media is biased. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have your election experts. We'll we'll have election experts, and we'll we'll, we'll agree yeah. on a format and a template and logistics. You have your candidates and politicians. We'll have our candidates, and politicians, but we'll have a serious discussion on how to make the elections better. And I think it's thing that um, the discussion always is on divisiveness and why these people they're already prejudging November twenty twenty. They're they're mm-hmm. they're accusing they're accusing our folks of doing something they haven't even done yet. And every one of these folks that I've become to know these candidates, uh, a hit piece on Audrey Trio in New Mexico said she put out anti Semitic comments. She's Jewish. She's a Latino Jewish person. Hello. Um, this is the craziness. Instead of engaging in substance, they want to engage in, mm-hmm. in the political hit jobs. And I think, you know, you're having you're hitting the target when maybe both sides of the aisle, the establishment side of the aisle yeah. aren't happy with you. Man, that is true. We're trying to get the elections back to the people where it belongs. I don't care if you're Democrat, Republican, Polka mm-hmm. Dot, whatever. 
It's <laughs> our elections, the people's elections. Yep. Man, that is huge. You know, you have a you've come together with a bunch of people that are running for secretary of state and created a coalition, which is absolutely amazing, where people are from all of these different states are coming together. Let's talk a little bit about Christina Caramo from Michigan, because she is one that from the establishment, mm. both sides, they are just firing her. Brilliant woman, college professor, showed up at, at to be a poll watcher at the last Mm-hmm. Pull, it pulled challenger. Pulled challenger and saw so much corruption. She was disgusted. She stayed on site for 36 hours straight. Slept on a little couch there for a couple hours or something like that and uh, was there. And, and was there. Let's, let's talk about her real quick because she's she's taken some punches to the nose. I, I, I'm not I'm not even as concerned by the ones on the left. It's it's in the state of California, Michigan, several others. It's the state level GOP. That is as disgusting and filthy as anything you'll find on the left that is fighting more to keep it corrupt Mm -hmm. than the left is. Well, and I tell you, uh, before we talk about Christina, you know, Rachel Hamm, you know, she she didn't Mm -hmm. make it through in the primaries. I think there's a lot of reasons for that. I won't go into detail, but uh, uh, I I don't I think things were stacked against her purposely by the California GOP. My my opinion. Yeah, 100 percent. And if if you look at the California GOP endorsement convention about two months ago was in Anaheim and the, the pageant communications voting system, which the, which the delegates were to use, you know, Mark Cook was there as her observer. He found a lot of things that didn't make sense. We found anonymous voters that was never briefed on the day before when they were briefing candidates about anonymous voters. It was stressed. You had to log in and be a delegate to have a registered vote. Just a lot of unanswered questions, but the California GOP said, don't worry. That this Tuesday, after that Sunday vote, we'll give you all the raw data. Well, just last week, curiously, short time before the Tuesday primary, they told Rachel, sorry, all that data is corrupted. We can't give it to you. Okay, well, if the data is corrupted, how do you know that the folks you even endorsed was an accurate vote or that you right. didn't endorse was an accurate vote? It's the same BS that's going on in other parts of the country and the, perhaps the Democrat Party as well that we had up our house first. This is intolerable. When it it comes to the GOP, the the saying of, with friends like that, you don't need enemies. Mm -hmm. That is the Republican Party. The old school, the the, the crowd that is in these these, uh, chokehold positions at the state level, not, not... not the Republican Party platform, not the policies, and not not the voters. It, it's the state-level uh, people that got chokehold of power. The good old boy, good old girl network mm-hmm. and the establishment you know, Republican uh, apparatchik is the problem. And, you know, we're talking about Christina Caramo. You know, she made it through. She is like 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 Audrey. In New Mexico, she is now, Christina, is the Republican candidate for SOS in November, right? Mm-hmm. And she is being uh, strangleholded with, with funding. They thought, okay, once we get the nomination, the floodgates will open, we'll get support, we'll get some donations. Zero. Zero. Yep. yep. If zero, you, zero, zero. If you, if you want to win, if you love America, if you want integrity, mm-hmm. if you want an honest and fair elections, if you want the referees of the football game mm-hmm. to call the, the, according to the playbook, not a pre-intended thing to, to skew the score. If you want those things, you don't have friends mm-hmm. at the state level GOP leadership. No. What is, what is Christina's uh, saying that she has now about the election integrity? It ain't political. I love right? that. So, you know, I'm sorry. It ain't, it ain't partisan. It ain't partisan. 
It's just about election integrity. Yep. Uh, I I think we're finding, as as they have told Democrats that have come to some meetings there about their SOS, that, hey, you know, I respect liberal Democrats like JFK, like Truman, FDR, if you will, um, Andrew Jackson. But she is not a liberal Democrat. She's a progressive communist. And the rank and file Democrats, I think, like you just saw in the San Francisco election, realize yep. these people who are leading our party, the Democrat Party in this mm-hmm. case, uh, are not representative of basic traditional liberal Democrat values. This is progressive communism. That is so true. Real quick thing as we close, do you know where Truman's from? Independence, Missouri. Yeah! Boom. Good boom, job. boom, boom, boom. That's so you, right. You come, you're going to be driving through his his, his part of the country. <laughs> Trivia question. I'm going to put you on the spot. I am not surprised with Matt. I'm going to put though. you on the spot because I, I can rarely stump you. And every time we talk, you usually I learn a new word. Harry S. Truman, what's the S for? That I don't know. Nothing. Nothing. It doesn't mean a darn thing. It's just S. That's it's just it. S. Same, same thing with Ulysses S. Grant. It didn't mean anything. It, it was a it was a mistake at West Point, and they put it in there. <laughs> yeah, <it's> just, <laughs> well, it, it, well, you can't you can't be a pr- good president or somebody powerful without something in no, the middle. You right. know, you need it, but uh, uh, you know, it, it. But it's there, it's there, and it makes a good trivia question. That's exactly right. Hey, Matt, thank you so much for joining us again. Go to accfei.org. Find out about integrity election uh, election integrity events near you. Accfei.org. And the twentieth, twentieth, we're going to be there with you. In Olathe, Kansas. Yes. And we're going to be there, being, being, waking up, speaking so, up, and showing up. Uh, and uh, I, know, I, I know that Laura can't wait to engage with again. <laughs> <laughs> I love a, it. She's a trash talker, and she's good at keeping, keeping all the people around her <laughs> yeah. right? nice and humble. That's right. She's we'll, so much fun. We're looking forward we'll to it. We'll see you there, Matt. Thanks. I was asking God through prayer, seeking a good news source. I believe he showed me the Epic Times. I delivered the mail and came across an issue. The front page intrigued me, and I subscribed. Now I cut out articles and give them to friends and family. I leave old issues at the library and around my community. We read it to our kids and love the positive messages in each article. So why do I think everyone should read the Epic Times? Because they're bringing back traditional values to this great country. We are so excited about this opportunity to be yes. able to partner with Epic Times. We've personally been subscribers for years, and it's the only app that's notifications are turned on for both of our phones. <laughs> we want the truth, and we want it from a source that's not bought out and being paid for by the Mockingbird Media. So you can go to flyover.news, and when you use promo code FLYOVER, you get your very first month for $1. Amazing deal. Again, go to flyover.news today. Today on the Flyover Conservative Podcast, we're going to be joined by somebody that I don't, I don't know what the how the Catholic Church ranks it. What you got to be to, to be a saint, yeah, or whatever. But in, in my world, mm-hmm. a guy that I would classify as a saint, yeah, uh, today, um, someone who he and his wife uh, have done uh, work that is disturbing in a, in a way that most people wouldn't be able to look at the things that they mm-hmm. they've looked at, go to the places that they've gone to. Most people avoid them. Most yep. people most people couldn't handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, the nicest, most incredible couple in the world. Heroes. Heroes. In the faith. Heroes. But uh, at the same time, most of the stuff we talk about on the show is too disturbing and too graphic <laughs> to actually put on to be rated R if we talk about everything they have. But you're going to enjoy this episode and, and get your pencils ready. You're going to learn some great kingdom principles from Vidar Lagarde from Safari. Yay! Welcome! Woo! 
Thank you, thank you, thank you. Great to be with you all, and, and thank you for everything you do, getting the message out and uh, fly over land and beyond. Man, we are honored to have you on the show today. You know, obviously this is your second time, maybe third time that you've been on our show. We will put those past episodes yeah. down in the notes so you all can see Vidar's story because it truly is powerful what they've been able to do all across the world, uh, even in the Congo you guys are working right now. Yep. If you are if you are uh, listening on Apple or Podbean, any of those places, you can go down to the links below. If you're uh, part of the BEK network, you can you can go to flyoverconservatives.com, access those past mm-hmm. episodes and, and watch them because there's always a lot to learn from you, Vidar. You know, you you, you grew up in the the you know what a lot of people can you know uh, consider the utopia of of Scandinavia. Came to Bernie the United Sanders States, land, right? Bernie yeah, Sanders. Right. You know, uh, that's where when he dies, he's going to go to uh, Scandinavia or Moscow, and then uh, then you know, you called. To one of the most dangerous places in the world. I mean, literally, um, to, to the Congo. And so you've you've been facing your fears, walking through there, depending on God in a powerful way for a long time. Yeah, it's um, you know, I don't, I can't think of any better way to live than just walk with God. Amen. It's an exciting lifestyle, and it's uh, very rewarding as well. That is so true. You know, the safest place to be is in the center of God's will. Even if it seems yeah. like the most dangerous place you could be, you're the safest when you're following what God's called you to do. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And, you know, the absolute worst thing somebody can do to me is just send me home early, and I'll be walking the streets of gold. So, you know. Yeah. There you go. Just, just change your address prematurely. Yeah. Uh, let, let me, I want to drill in with something with, real quick with you today, because we've had conversations at the Reawaken America events, and I... Uh, look forward to seeing you there in, in Virginia, you know, coming up, you know, soon with that. But you deal a lot with what I call like kingdom principles. Now we were business owners our whole life until, you know, year and a half ago, whatever we started this show. And everything we did was kind of based on what I would call like kingdom principles or biblical principles that deal directly with finance, deal directly mm-hmm. with business, reaping, soil, harvest, seed, you know, these processes. Mm-hmm. You have had tremendous success of breaking off multi-generational poverty uh, in 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 uh, in places that people are surrounded by wealth and the people are poor. Mm-hmm. Now yes. now we've always kind of looked like, hey, we're Americans. We're looking at these poor people, you know, somewhere else. But I look around me here in the United States, and more than ever, we're surrounded people that are surrounded by tremendous wealth and resources, but are personally and individually poor. And the deck is increasingly stacked against them based on our own governmental policies, uh, cost of living, uh, mm-hmm. gas, all these things. What right. what do you teach in your courses in the Congo and in other places in Africa to break off multigenerational poverty, help people start businesses, help them to, to be the first one in their family that's ever started a business and thrived and, and had more than enough and prosper? And mm-hmm. what message does that have for America today? Right. Well, those are great questions. And, you know, originally we were created in the image of God and we were created to have dominion. And of course, sin came in and and corrupted humanity. And corruption is so much more than just financial corruption. You know, it's corrupt in all, all spheres of life. But if you look at the old covenant, you know, he said there uh, in the promises of the covenant in Deuteronomy chapter 28, that we are to be the head of, and not the tail. Mm-hmm. So we're supposed to be leaders in society, and that's the way that God looks at us as, as leadership potential. Every single person on earth is leadership potential. Amen. And if you look at um, King David, you know, he's running from cave to cave, running away from, from King Saul. About 400 people come to him, everybody who's in debt, everybody who's distressed, everybody who's downcast in soul, they all come to King David. 
uh, he becomes their leader. And you fast forward a, a couple of decades or a few years or so, uh, and these become the leaders of the entire nation. At the end of David's life, they take up an offering for the temple there in Jerusalem, and that offering is $4 billion worth of gold. And the majority of those people in the offering is the, is the people that came to King David at the, at the cave of Adullam in wow. debt, in distress, and all of this. That's probably back and when a so, billion dollars was still worth something. You, yeah. could, you, could, you could buy some nice <laughs> stuff for a billion dollars back in those days, I bet. Yeah, sure. Not well, like mean, now. You know, the value of gold remains pretty steadfast, yeah. you know, no matter what inflation and all that is doing. But um, but these are the principles. So first off, it's it's knowing that God really wants us to be leaders. Yes. Then we take the principle that if you're going to get corruption out of somebody's heart, uh, you're not going to fish out that cor- corruption. You you have to get people into relationship with Christ because yeah. Christ will take away the heart of stone and he will replace that heart with the heart of flesh and he will take a boat in us. And so now uh, when we are born again, knowing Christ, you know, the solution to our problems is not some external, you know, look to the heavens and try to find God someplace. Uh, Christ is in me. God is for me. He is in me. He is with me. And greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Come on. Amen. Uh, the Apostle Paul, uh, you know, he's praying for the Ephesian church and praying that they will have a revelation or an understanding of the hope to which God has called us, the inheritance that he has given us, and then that they will have an understanding of the resurrection power of Christ, which is in us which has raised Christ from the dead above all principality and power and every name that is to be named, not only in this world, but also in the world to come. So the very same power that raised Christ from the dead is not just that God has that power, but God lives in me. Amen. And so, you know, I'm, I'm going into areas that are Al-Qaeda or Al-Shabaab infested. Uh, we have training classes in those areas and, um, you know, there are trips up I've taken a couple of police guards with me with AK-47s, and we're running into some dif- difficulties and some things. And I can see the fear in their faces. They're the ones mm. with the AK-47. I'm just driving the car, but I'm not afraid mm. because I know that the greater yeah. one is in me. And I know that the same power that raised Christ from the dead is the very same power that is in me. Yeah. You have to it. have some uranium-238, some kind of knowledge like this if you're going to go into some of these dangerous places. But also knowing that you don't chase out darkness. Uh, if you go into a dark room, you don't find a cardboard box and box up the darkness and ship it out. You look for the solution, right? You look for yeah. the light switch. Yeah. And so we That's just right. focus on being the light and getting the truth of God's word out and into people. And that truth has transformed societies for thousands of years. It's the same truth that will transform any society today. Man, that is so good. You know, Robin Bullock said on Tuesday during 11th hour, he said, resurrection was not an event. It is a person. And, uh, you know, so Jesus's resurrection power is within us, just like you said. I think that is so, so important. It wasn't just something that happened 2000 years ago on a day. It's something that we actually walk in right now, that resurrection power. You know, as you were talking, I mean, I just kept thinking we're in a time right now where there is a lot of fear going on in the United States, talking about food, talking about, you know, all of these things. How do we as believers take authority during this time? What does that look like? Well, for me, in my daily life, it means that um, 
I open the Word of God, and that has precedence over Facebook or, God forbid, CNN or any of these mm-hmm. other sources of information, or my friends' opinions, for that matter. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you know, I know if 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 God can feed Elijah using a raven, well, raven don't bring the steak. You know, it takes the steak usually. Um, manna in the wilderness. You know, I am I am fully confident that God is well capable of taking care of me. And those around me. But that confidence only comes from from walking with God. It can't be a book that collects dust on the shelf. Uh, It can't be my grandmother that's got a relationship with God. It's got to be me daily stewarding my relationship with God. Otherwise, it won't be real to me. It'd just be theoretical knowledge. And uh, knowledge puffs up. But those that take the knowledge and turn it into wisdom and apply it in their daily life, They've got an experience with God, and uh, it's just hard to argue with experience. That's so good. True. SafariMission.org. I'm going to show people your website real quick. Um, uh, if they want to you know, financially partner with, with the work mm-hmm. you're doing, like, there, there's the kind of mission works, and it is important. That just, you know, you're taking food and you're giving relief, but you guys bring mental food, mm-hmm. spiritual food. You're training up generations of people that can break these cycles of poverty and actually actually become financially independent in their own way, starting little businesses, starting things. Um, and you can see there on the website, there's, there's uh, pictures, there's videos, places yep. to donate. If you go to updates there, you could scroll down to monthly updates um, and you can see information there about teachings. You can also see videos uh, that you guys have of kind of what's going on currently. And I think that's really important for people to be aware of as well. So many stories, so many stories, people coming out of witchcraft. I just talked to um, one of our pastors the other day. I was just there in Nairobi and uh, 30, 40 churches, medium income area of Nairobi. A lot of people in his church struggling. So, you know, he takes the principles, you know, Isaac sowed in the era of famine. If you study that story there in Genesis, you know, he didn't give in an offering bucket. There is a principle there. We do need to give in the offering. But he invested into his own farm. That's called investing into your own business when times are tough. God liked it so much that he was rewarded with a hundredfold. So yep. this pastor takes those principles and goes, well, I've got three acres I can do something with. Starts with tomatoes, three acres of tomatoes, and, and is doing well. Today, he's farming 55 acres. Oh, wow. 55 acres with old school farming. That, that's a whole lot of work. So you're putting you know, lots and lots of families to work. Uh, you're providing sustenance for a lot of people, mm-hmm. and you're being an example to all your church members of how to work with your own hands. So it's just a phenomenal example. And we got lots of stories like this of, of just encouraging people to be uh, producers in, in, in society. I That's love great. it. We need more of that here in the United States that is as well. For sure. You know, less, oh, I hope Biden does this to fix something. Oh, I hope Trump gets back in and saves something. You know what? They may never, but I can. That's right. And, and God has equipped me to rise above what's going on. And I don't have to be under their authority because when God looks up, he sees nothing and I'm under his leadership. And I think that's what the church needs to grab a hold of and lead by example in the United States as well. Vidar, thank you so much yeah. for joining us today. We really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Great to be here. And uh, go check us out at safarimission.org. Thank you for having us. We'll see you in Virginia. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what are you going to do about your finances? If you went back to 1920 and you had a $20 bill and you had one ounce of gold, you could go into a men's clothing store and you could buy an entire suit, the jacket, shoes, pants, wow. belts, everything. Today, what would that $20 bill buy you? It wouldn't. You couldn't buy a handkerchief. 
for the $20 bill. But that one ounce of gold would still buy you, even today, it would buy you an entire men's suit, shoes, belt, pants, jacket, everything. That's the difference. But today, that change is happening faster than ever. And we know a guy by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott that we've known for over 25 years. He has two PhDs. This is who we're actually using. This is who our friends and family are using. And he's a guy we trust completely. And in today's era, you need somebody you trust. So go to flyovergold.com and learn how to protect yourself against an inflating dollar. Today on the Flyover Conservative Podcast, we have a real treat for me personally. And uh, I hope that you're just going to join in and listen. I encourage you right now, let me give you a couple of tips. One, get some notes. If you're listening on Apple or Podbean or one of those places, you're on the treadmill, Everything we mentioned today will be down in the notes below. The links, pictures, um, uh, book links, documentary links. There's going to be a lot of resources coming at you today. When we first began this podcast in January of 2021, we made a list. We called it our Dream 100. There's our 100 people that, well, if, if all the cards fell just right, who would we want? And it had, of course, we put, you know, Donald Trump on there. That's not happened. But, you know, Dinesh D'Souza and, and Michael Flynn and, and lots of people. And and one of the first names we put on today the list was today's guest. Um, I'll give you a couple of, of, uh, of uh, specifics here. She has a, a, a degree in chemistry, which is kind of a unique background for where she ended up. Um, and then uh, got her law degree from the University of Florida. She served in the military intelligence as a as a cryptologic linguist. Spent over ten years as a as a uh, top prosecutor in the state of Florida. She's a uh, created over two documentaries and over six books. Um, the, one of the first things I want to find out is she's actually maybe a vampire and might be close to three or four hundred years old to accomplish all those things. Might be the case today. We have Chris Ann Hall. You're like one of those characters from Twilight. Yeah, <laughs> I guess there could be worse things you might call me. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you look at and that. there are worse things they have called me. So, <laughs> well, you, 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 you love America, and that's going to draw out uh, some 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 names from from the left. Sometimes I judge people by who who likes them. Sometimes I judge them by who doesn't. That says just as much. And I I, I want to use our time just as wisely as we possibly can. I joked with you before we went on. I would love to like put you in. Uh, like a or a omega juicer and like just squeeze everything out of your brain and just turn it into like a supplement. People just take to take one shot of it and all of a sudden they would understand what we have our hands on here as as a as a country. We joke a lot on this show that if 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 you had a, a savings account with a hundred thousand dollars in it that some uncle left you, but you didn't even know it existed, you wouldn't complain too much if somebody hacked in there and, and stole it because you didn't even know you had the money. And that's what I feel like a lot of people are at today when it comes to our rights, our liberties, our constitution, and, and they just don't have an appreciation of, of where it came from and, and all of the tributaries that led towards the formation of our founding documents. And there's a little right. bit of an unsaid assumption for one of two or three reasons that the founding documents are are, are not relevant today for one of a number of things. One, because anything that happened more than five minutes ago isn't isn't as smart as right now. Um, you know, TikTok is is more relevant than the Constitution. You know, whatever's whatever's hot right now. And then mm-hmm. number two, uh, they're 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 underneath a blanket of well, this is a bunch of racist old white men, which has become like a category in itself that's almost like a rapist or a murderer or something like that. They just put a blanket on it. And then it's like, well, that's no longer relant. There's, there's two or three different things that happen that sort of, 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 uh, try to tear down the statues that these guys even existed and, and all this that, that make everything that they wrote seem not relevant right now. And, and, and the other one is, well, 
they're almost like cavemen because anybody before this, they didn't have the computer. They didn't have access to the information. We're so much more enlightened now than these idiots back there that could only speak six languages and studied Greek and Latin. And, you know, uh, those, those idiots there have no idea of, of the, of the wealth of knowledge we have now. There's, there's that vibe. What do you say there to the relevancy of those documents and the caliber of their authors? Well, First, you have to understand your audience, okay? I'm actually a professor at the River School of Government here in Tampa, and I have a research and writing class that we teach one quarter. And the first thing that I teach my students is, look, you have to know your audience. If you're going to convince somebody that they're what they believe is error, if you're going to convince somebody into believing the truth, First, you have to know your audience, and then you have to understand that some people are not going to receive what you have. So you just have to speak truth. And the truth in that is that people speak about the irrelevance of their documents. They speak of the irrelevance of the Constitution of itself because they have a completely ignorant understanding of the Constitution about our founders. I mean, you cannot really get around the fact that the Constitution is a contract and it follows the principles of contract law. That is an absolute fact to which, you know, the academic elite has sown the seed, the leaven of, of, of question. Oh, is it really a contract or is it a contract theory, right? Well, okay. um, no, it's really a contract because the people who wrote it called it a contract. So <laughs> if I'm writing something, it's my creation and I'm telling you it's a contract. That's not a theory. Okay. Right. It's an absolute fact. And a fact in writing contracts is to understand the application of the contract, you have to go to the people who wrote the contract. It's a principle in contract law called the meeting of the minds. So you cannot dismiss the writings of the drafters and be able to appropriately and accurately apply the terms of the contract. That's number one. But when you have facts that ought to be indisputable, facts that are absolutely secure in, in logic, in reason, and in law, in order to undermine the message, the next step is, right, because you can't get past the whole, this is a contract, we must apply the contract law, contract law says the meeting of the minds, the writings of the drafters are absolutely essential, you cannot operate the Constitution without the drafters meeting. So that's unavoidable fact. So when you have facts that cannot be disputed like that, mm -hmm. step number two in undermining facts is what we call ad hominem attack. An ad hominem attack is where you now say, okay, well, 
you know, you have to have the writings and the writings are relevant. But hey, that guy's a rich, elite, white slave owner who all he wanted to do was throw off some government so he could consolidate power to himself while exploiting women and minorities, right? So that is a fallacy of logic called ad hominem attack. It has nothing Mm -hmm. to do with the facts. You attack the person. That's what it means in Latin to attack the person. And so the attack on the person can only have a foothold when the American people are once again educated into ignorance about who these people really are. At LibertyFirstSociety.com, you probably remember this course. We have a course. We have several courses on this. My husband has a course called um, More Than Victims, America's Hidden Black History. We have a course on uh, slavery and the American founders. I have a course on uh, the forgotten founders, the founding mothers that all gives you that all these courses give you not our interpretations, not our cherry picking, but the actual words from the original source documents on how these people felt about slavery, what they wrote about slavery, how they knew that they had to end slavery and that that was going to be a process which had to begin with declaring independence from Great Britain. I mean, the history David is so rich with their contempt, with their disgust for the institution of slavery and how that institution of slavery was forced. And I mean, with military force forced upon the colonies as British colonies that you cannot know the facts and still operate under this errant mechanism that that minorities were disregarded, that women were devalued. Now, look, let me give you a little caveat. This is not Chris Ann as a slavery denier. OK, I am not denying right. slavery. That's I am point. not denying that there were wicked people who treated people badly. You're going to find that in any day. Even today. Right now, yeah. Exactly. Because human nature never changes. But what we need to know as a cultural whole, aside from the wicked people who could not get over themselves, that the movement for independence and the recognition and the value of all people is undeniably focused as the Declaration of Independence says, based on the sound principle that all people are created equal and all people are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights and that government exists for the sole purpose of ensuring that all people have equal application of those rights. Man. You get me fired up, dude. This is like a locker room speech. I love it. Where are your hard-earned dollars going? Are they going to fund the deep state or are they going to fund the kingdom? And you know where you stand with a guy like Mike Liddell and MyPillow.com. And not only is he a great guy and he supports great causes, he makes the best 
products in the he world does, with in his categories. Yeah, 10 year warranties on their products. My favorite product when you go to mypillow.com and you put the promo code FLYOVER right at the top, you get up to 66% off. Right now, they're running a special on the slippers. They are my very favorite. I know I've talked about it many times, but these slippers are absolutely amazing. It is like she doesn't a leave the house without them hardly for your feet. In fact, a lot of times I'll put them in my purse. So if I'm wearing heels or something and my feet start hurting, I'll put on my slippers. They have this great bottom on them too uh, that makes it really nice and that they're not going to get ruined when you do go outside. And you know what? Every time you spend a dollar, you're voting. You're voting in a big way. Let's support Mike Lindell. He's supporting you. He's supporting our country. Let's support him. Oh, my gosh, we have got something special for you. We do. It's always one of my highlights, for if, sure. If, if you're if you're mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically strong enough for the demands that this next episode is going to put on your body, then stay put. If not, go take your vitamins, go find some Z-Stag, go do something else, and come back when you're prepared for the full load, because we got Clay Clark from the Thrive Time Show. Yay! We're down to our final 997 tickets remaining for the Reawaken America Tour, Virginia Beach. And what's going on right now is people are starting to ask, are you guys still having the event? I heard about the monkeypox outbreak. Is it going to happen? The reason why we are having the Reawaken America Tour is because we want to fight back against the narrative of monkeypox, COVID-19, etc. But I think everybody right now, Dave, and, and, and you know, I, I just think people, uh, Stacey, they need to understand in a way that they can share with their friends. So my goal today mm-hmm. is to give you the tools that you can use to uh, wake up your friends and family. And so if possible, I have 20 knowledge bombs I will try to drop in 60 minutes. So we'll keep it going. Here we go. I we are love it. Get and those. you got Carter there as well. Carter, thank you so much for joining us as well. Thank you so much, David and Stacey. It's a pleasure. If Clay gets stumped, you're right there. That's backing right. it up. You're fact-checking. You got your phone or something there and do the fact-checking like service. A lot of pressure. But I'll, <laughs> I'll do and he's got, he's got Jesus over his left shoulder there. So I know. Got, you're <laughs> surrounded by Carter and Jesus. Uh, unbelievable. Now, let me, let me, the first knowledge bomb, I just want to, if we go to timetofreeamerica.com, if you're on your computer, go to timetofreeamerica.com. I'll pull it up here, Carter. I'm pulling it up for you. Okay. For, you're my accountability coach here. I'm going okay. to timetofreeamerica.com. I went there. And I'm I'm clicking on the monkey face, the face of a monkey. Yes. It's the it's the truth about the monkey pox. <laughs> the monkey pox. <laughs> and you click on the, the button. <laughs> when did I start talking about the monkey pox? Uh, about three weeks ago, and it's been my entire like life. <laughs> the monkey <laughs> you dreaming about monkey pox, Carter? You're having bad dreams. Planet of the Apes got Mark Wahlberg and Charlton Heston running around behind you. <laughs> my right. wife woke me up there and she goes, stop saying monkey pox. Now, let me tell you how I, how, why this happened. Um, about a year ago, after the first Reawaken America tour event, it was called the Reopen America in Tulsa, where I met you guys, a young, young lady from Colorado, uh, she reaches out to me and she says, you haven't seen anything. And I said, what do you mean? She goes, I appreciate you exposing COVID-19, but the nuclear threat initiative is going to be uh, predicting or prophesying or putting out, propagating the, the monkeypox lockdown and the monkeypox outbreak. And it's going to start May 15th of 2022. And then June 5th of 2022, it's going to go full scale. And the argument will be made that all countries, most of the countries, have signed in a new agreement with the World Health Organization, and that all those countries have agreed that the only way to stop the world from being infected is to stop those individuals and individual countries that don't want to comply with the World Health Organization's recommendations. Therefore, laying the groundwork to send troops on American Mm -hmm. soil 
to stop the spread of the virus and people that would spread misinformation about the virus. To which I thought, you know, I don't normally huff glue, but I've had that thought. I'm like, maybe that's maybe this is when people huff glue. I don't know. I kind of wanted to sniff them. <laughs> no kidding, because because that, that was April of 2021, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I got the documents. I went, I went to Time to Free. I, I read the document. I read it all. And I, by the way, you can read it right now. Go to timetofreeamerica.com and you click on the monkey face button. Mm-hmm. You can download it. And I, and so the document, I, I I told just a few people. I didn't even tell my wife because I just like I don't want to go there. I don't want to go. I just don't want to go into the conversations. But I, I I told a few people. I said if you see news stories starting in May of 2022 about specifically not an outbreak but monkeypox outbreak, that's all I'm going to talk about. Yeah, because people yeah. need to know this. They planned demic, a pandemic, yeah. and so mm-hmm. I—that's I, I, a lot I put of planning. It there. It's the, the the nuclear threat initiative mm-hmm. was founded 21 years ago. It's funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Of course, anybody uh, who wants to go there on vacation to visit their offices, maybe get a commemorative mug, uh, monkey pox, <laughs> a monkey pox. There's a little, little Ted Ted Turner mixed in there as well. And any any man, I mean, wouldn't he marry Jane Fonda for a while? I don't even know. You know, um, that's. I, yeah, poor judgment. There. Poor judgment. Uh, their address is seventeen seventy six I Street. Really, Suite six hundred E Y E Washington D C. Not the letter. I Street, like all seeing eye. You know, Washington D C. Suite two or uh, uh, zip code two zero 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 six. Okay, so Suite six. Um, suite six hundred. Yeah. So this is going to blow your mind a little bit here. So the World Health Organization they decided that they needed to have a press conference to announce what they're going to do about the monkeypox. And so the way they the way they did it is they get Tedros up there now. And folks, we got to learn new names. We got to get used to the new names, the new people. Because well, it's we season get, it's season two. There's new characters. That's right. It's it's like exactly. a, it's like a Netflix binge. Mm-hmm. It's season two. So we got to learn four new characters. Okay, one is Tedros. This is the head of the the World Health Organization. So he hosts a press conference, and Tedros he he talks slowly, mm-hmm. but he speaks quickly. Mm-hmm. No emotion, but he's like he's a member of Bone Thugs and Harmony. Okay, so let me just let me. <laughs> Okay. So listen to Ted. That <laughs> 50 confirmed cases have now been reported to WHO. 150 cases of the monkeypox. From 30 countries that are not endemic for monkeypox virus. This is an outbreak. Uh, we have 500 cases. It's okay. If you go to YouTube right now and you mm-hmm. search for World Health Organization, they did their, their press conference on June 1st. All right. So then during this press conference, Carter, he brings out his main man. This is the new guy. This is the guy who's going to be like the new Fauci. Okay. okay. He's always sweaty and he's always ready. This guy's ready. To go. <laughs> <laughs> always sweaty and ready. Like, Give me a shot, coach. <laughs> the press conference is 53 minutes long. Right. You can watch it on YouTube. Now, and he's, he's not getting a shot. They're not passing him the ball. Yeah. But Dave, they finally pass him the ball. And in 60 seconds, he explains <laughs> the entire secret plan out loud. Unbelievable. He does. I'm going to play this. Here we go. This is Michael J. Dr. Michael J. Ryan, Dr. Michael Ryan of the World Health Organization. Here we go. Uh, This is not about uh, stealing sovereignty from countries. This is about countries coming together. Okay. And so I'm sure, you know, Tedros is going, bro. We had this conversation behind the stage. Do not say world takeover. You promised these. I it slipped. Okay. <laughs> Freudian thing, thing. Yeah. You could say monkey box. You could say any word, but I said do not say the world take over. Do not say the world take over. I told you do not say the world take over. You do not say. And he's like, okay, okay. Just give me one more chance. Give me one more. So they go, they come in, coach. 
They, they go back to him. He only gets to talk twice during the whole thing. He comes back. This is what he says next. And there is no question of any loss of sovereignty or any uh, play by global powers to take over the world. This is not what this is and about. And you know, Ted, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. I messed I, up. I missed up. Cover my tracks. What are your thoughts on just what he just said, this Dr. Michael? My thoughts are, I mean, we couldn't have found anyone better to maybe like not tell the plan out loud. <laughs> well, he, he, the guy was, if you ever see Back to the Future, his, his original, he was a childhood actor in his early years in, in uh, Back to the Future. He was Biff. Uh, and then and then he didn't see him for years and then he got into science and, and is working for the, the WHO. They get the guy from uh, Happy Gilmore, you know, where he's like, listen here, I just may... <laughs> I won't delay. And he just kind of rhymes all the time. Right. He says, I eat pieces of poop like you for breakfast. It's like, you eat pieces of poop for breakfast? No. That, that kind of person we have here. It's just a yeah. commie boy. Somehow, in charge. Okay. So now, with the new guy we need to meet, Dr. Michael J. Ryan, he even looks guilty and giddy right. before he talks. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take over the world. They're like, your mic's on. My bad. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so smooth before the camera came on. He's like, I got this. I got, I got this. it. I got it. Uh, okay. So that's <laughs> problem number one. This is a plan. Okay. It's called the monkey pox. Okay. Monkey pox. Okay. The second thing we need to know is Michael J. Ryan. You're going to see him all the time. He's going to yeah. be talking to this guy. He's also the guy who's advocated separating families. During COVID-19, he said we need to pull kids out of families yep. to stop the spread. That guy. Okay. Third thing we need to know. They've already decided where they want to take you and I if they win. Mm -hmm. Okay. Who's they? Again, the World Economic Forum, the, the World Health Organization. It's called a CDC green zone. Yep. yep. So everybody needs to type into Google or DuckDuckGo, hey, CDC green zone. Colton, can you pull that up real quick? Because you guys need to see this map. This isn't like this, you know, clay sniffing glue down there with this giant <laughs> pencil in Tulsa. This, yeah. <laughs> anybody can do this. I mean, yep. the, everything that Clay says, he's got stacks of data. But you look at this. This is from the CDC. This isn't from, you know, something that he's made it. it. They, they want right you to know there. they're doing this because they're so prepared. They're arrogant. And they're willing to do whatever it takes under the umbrella of taking care of you, even if it means taking you out. Now, next knowledge bomb, I want to make sure we're, we're getting this. This is going to blow somebody's mind, okay? I don't watch X-Files. I'm not an X-File watcher. However, you know, again, what's really nice about giving out my phone number to people, I always say, if you want to buy a ticket to the Reawaken America Tour, you can text me at 918-851-0102. 918-851-0102. Uh, also, again, if you have like a hot news tip or in, in, intel I need to know, you can text me at 918 918- 8510102. What's great is when people do that, I get a lot of great information. Like I knew mm -hmm. about the nuclear threat initiative a year ago because a person with mm -hmm. government security clearances gave it to me. Hello, everybody. It's an honor to be with you. You know, there's nothing more important as a patriot than to be around other patriots, keeping your fire lit. That's yes. why they went to such great lengths the last two years to try to isolate you, keep you from going outdoors, keep you from going to the gym, closing your church down, masking your face up. They can't see your smile. It's time to come together with other patriots and make a difference. The best place that I have found to be able to find your tribe, to hear the best of the best is at the Reawaken America events. You're gonna hear people like Clay Clark, Scott McKay, Mel Kay, Mike Lindell, Eric Trump, Dr. Zelenko, Dr. Northrup, General Michael Flynn, and the gym owner from New Jersey, Ian Smith. To text the word EVENTS to 40509, again, the word is EVENTS 
to 40509. You could name your own price for these events. Every month we're in a different city, in a different state, waking people up. There's no place better to do it than a Reawaken America event. And there is nothing that we would like more than for you to come out to one of these live events, yes. to be able to see you. We love spending time uh, with mm-hmm. the Flyover family. We're going to be in Virginia. We're going to be in New York. Clay yep. gave you the secret hack there. Yeah, Send him did. a text directly, 918-851-0102, 918-851-0102. Tell him Flyover sent you. We'd love for you to come to our meet and greet. That is exactly right. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. We bless you. We bless you to realize you were born for such a time as this. We bless you to realize your future is brighter than your past. We bless you to wake up. Speak up and show up. Make a great day, guys. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Flyover Conservatives podcast with David and Stacey Whited. Please subscribe, hit the notification bell, and leave us a comment below. Lastly, if you enjoyed today's podcast, share with those who came to mind. Be blessed and make it a great day. Great day.